Today, ang papag-usapan natin is about the table of provision. The last weeks we've been talking about itong, itong table, the table of grace. Hindi ito uh, physical na table, kundi it's a relational position. It's a spiritual status na kung saan uh, in a relationship with God. And like ayon sa Psalms chapter 23, it says, You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Ibig sabihin, may mga kaaway natin sa mundo nito. There are lots of forces against you. You know, there's health threats, economic chaos, relational. But in the very midst of all of your enemies, lahat ng uh, negative, lahat ng umaaway sa'yo. There is this place of grace. There's a place na inahanda ng Diyos for you to sit down and be provided for. So first thing, if you have your notes, ball pens, you want to write down this, is that God, uh, well, this God will provide for you when you live your life at the table, at His table. Live your life. Mamuhay ka sa relational status of being in Christ. The spiritual position of being connected to God. When you're there, yung presence ni God, kasi makasama kayo eh. You're living with God. That's what it means to live in the presence of God. Ang presence of God nagdadala ng peace. Hindi world peace. <laughs> Kundi peace in your heart and mind. Peace na yung status na bati na kayo ni Lord. It, the presence of God brings protection. Presence palang niya, may backer. May backup, may protection. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. Because He's with me. The presence. And today, the presence of God brings provision. Wow, ganda ng word provision. Ang arong root word ng provision? Provide. God will provide for you when you're in that table. And, and number one is this, that God wants to be the provider of all your needs. He wants to be. Yan ang kanyang desire. Nice niya na maging SSS mo. Source, supply, and sustainer. It, you know, when the Bible said in Psalms 23.5, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all I need. Ibig sabihin, ang shepherd ng bahala. Siya ang mag-provide. And then it goes on to say, You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. Now, the word prepare means premeditated. Hindi siya, and a lot of people naniniwala sa luck. You know, pag, pag biglang nakaroon ng bonus, wow, swerte. You know, nataya ko sang wedding, wow, swerte. You know, and, and people don't realize there is a provider. There's a premeditated plan. Pini-prepare ni God to provide for your needs. It's not luck. Ako, hindi ako naniniwala sa tiyamba. It was God positioned you. Even yung trabaho, even yung lakas talino to get that job. Galing kay Lord yan. Even yung, yung lakas na bumangon sa umaga para makapasok. God, God is the one working that. 
Kaya kasama na ang lakas mo, talino mo, talento mo. is because He wants just to involve you. Ayaw niya na gawin ma- mag-isa niya. It's a relationship. Kaya kasama ka. You're a part of the process. But God is the provider of everything. And He wants to be your provider. And it's prepared table. Hinahanda. Not luck. Not, you know, second thought. It was very much God is working things behind the scenes to prepare to prepare for you, to provide for you. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief, that's the devil, he wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come to give you life that they would have it more abundantly. God wants to be the provider for you. You know, in the, in the history of Israel, Egypt, and they were in the desert for 40 years. desert 40 years. Nehemiah chapter 9.21 says, Their clothes never wore out. Pati sapatos, 40 Are you wearing your shoes for 40 years? And the, I, I like this shirt, but I'm not going to wear this for 40 years. Pero sa kanila, God performed a miracle para yung needs nila provided. Never nana wore out. And every day they have food, drink. Every day they have shelter. Lahat ng mga needs nila provided for. Psalms 37 verse 25 says, Once I was young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the godly abandoned, nor their children begging for bread. Psalms 81.10 says, Open your mouth wide. Don't stop any Lord. Open your mouth as wide as you can, and I will fill it. I will fill it. You know, the names of God palang guarantees that he will provide for me. Pangalan pala ng Diyos may kasamang guarantee. When God, you know, I don't know kung may backstory kayo sa iyong mga palayaw. You know, you have a, what's your nickname? You have a nickname? Anybody have a nickname? Huh? Let. Probably may, may background yan. Ang paki, paki, huh? Let. Diba? Can you let me come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Less there. Uh, anong, les, anong nickname mo? Dagoon. Huh? Dagoon. Let's don't go there. That could be a, there could be a real backstory there. But God has nicknames. You don't just say God. You know? there's, there's, a, there's a backstory for every nickname. One of his nicknames is El Shaddai. El Shaddai. It's, like a, it's a Hebrew, but it means the all-sufficient one. Hindi nagkukulang, dibitin, all-sufficient one. Another way of translating El Shaddai, get this, the breasted one. An abundant supply of milk. The breasted one. Pangalan pa lang ng Diyos, there is a guarantee na hindi siya magkukulang sa'yo. Another nickname of God came from this story when God told Abraham, to sacrifice his only son, the promised child, na kung saan the nation of Israel would come through yung kanyang offspring. And watch this short clip about the story of Abraham offering Isaac. I need you to come with me. Where? Can my new friends come along? I will wake them. Your friends cannot join us. 
This is a special request from God. You and I must go alone. Sabi ni Abraham, the Lord will provide. The Lord has provided. Now, in the Hebrew, what he said was these words, Jehovah Jireh, Jireh, which actually means he will see to it. Vision, he will see to it. Jireh is he'll see to it. Ibig sabihin, pag sinabi kong, akin na yung bill, I'll see to it. I'll see, I'll take care of it. But the vision there, now think about it. He sees in advance of your needs. God, God can has He has pre-vision kung anong kinakailangan mo. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 8, Jesus said, When you pray, your heavenly father knows what you need even before you ask him. He has pre-vision for for your trip, for your family, for your mo. So God's pre-vision is your provision. And God will provide it. And that's the name of God, Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will see and provide your needs. Hindi siya bulag, hindi siya unaware God is the He wants to be your provider. And provision is not a problem for God. Because He is the source. He is your provider. He's not just that, oh, He provides, but He is provision. 
mismong siya ikinokomit niya ang sarili niya for you. Look over here at Psalms chapter 23 again. Psalms 23 verse 5. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. Pag sinabi niyang feast, that looks like an abundant supply. He's your source and your supply. Pag sinabi, no, 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 my job is my supply. No, no, your job is just something God is using. It's just the setting. Hindi trabaho ang nag-commit sa'yo. Baliktad, ikaw ang nag-commit sa trabaho mo. Tama po ba? Did your job apply to be your provider? No, you applied to be working and to be committed to your job. But God is the source and supply because siya ang nag-commit ng sarili niya to you. And he made the first move. Without your permission, he died for you. He sent his only son. He proved to you yung kanyang commitment sa'yo with blood, with his life. So he is your source and your supply if you want it. And number two is, here's the thing. Practice having an abundant mindset. An abundant mindset. Utak provided. Utak abundant. Hindi basi sa income mo. Yung utak abundant is not based on your social economic status or that of your parents or yung inaasahan mo mana. No, utak abundant is based on Jehovah Jireh. That the Lord na nag-commit sa akin sees what I need. Nagmamalasakit siya. And He has prepared for me provisions. That's it. So it's a, it's a radical mind shift. Most people just think, Kailangan ko na I have to fend for myself. Kaya hanap buhay. Mamamatay kung hindi ako mahanap ng buhay. But I say, hanapin mo si Lord and He'll give you life. You know, it's, you, you, you have to understand, this is a different mindset. It's a mindset that, like a child, uh, you know, my son is eight years old. He doesn't worry about the rent. He doesn't worry about the food, the gasoline, or everything. He just has this mindset that my father is with me. As long as I'm under his umbrella of protection, he has a wallet, he has the card, he has whatever it needs. He sees the needs, he knows bukas, and he'll take care of it. He'll see to it. He'll gyra it. Right? And we need to have a mindset that is so trusting like a child. Utak abundance, a mindset of abundance. So, uh, ang, ang suggestion ko sa ating lahat is start seeing every part of your life through the perspective of God's provision. Yung, yung, yung perspective mo, yung mindset mo is, I see our, our rent, our food, uh, the, the, the raising of our children, 
Lahat ng mga kinakailangan natin, I believe God will find a way, make a way, empower me, give me ideas, creativity, lakas, and opportunities, open doors, divine appointments, whatever creative ways, and He doesn't run out of ideas. He'll make provisions. He'll prepare a table, a feast for me, even in the presence of economic crisis. Even when I walk through the valley of shadow of death and poverty all around, but God is with me. I won't fear poverty. I won't fear lack. I won't have a mindset of struggle. I have to do something. I have to make a way. I have to cheat. I have to steal. I have to lie. Whatever. Kailangan ko kasi eh. Pagdating sa pera, maraming tao isip kailangan kasi and so, and na yung compromise or doing whatever it takes just to get money. You don't have to have a mindset of struggle, fearing poverty, fearing lack, because you're now seeing things through the perspective of God's provision. Did you know that poverty and wealth are relative? Ibig sabihin relative, it's not a fixed peso amount. Oh, the government could say, pag bababa ang income mo sa ganito, you're in the below poverty level. Pero sa totoo lang, yung iba, pag below poverty level, mas magaan ang buhay nila kaysa sa mga nagugutom sa Africa or sa India or what. You know, I'm just saying that it's relative. May mga kaibigan ako na ang daming pera, laki lang, ang daming assets and money and everything. Pero they would, if I would say, mayaman ka ba? Hindi, hindi, hindi kami mayaman. So, uh, uh, ang utak nila, kahit dami utak, mahirap pa rin. Why? Mindset. It's a mindset, it's a mentality. And then, yung iba naman, na lumaki na sa medyo mahirap. So, ganun na stuck yung mindset. Utak, mahirap. So, kahit na Tumaas ang sahod, utak mahirap pa rin. Nung ikaw ay nasa high school, 50 pesos lang baon, utak mahirap. Pag nang college na, 150 per day ang baon, mahirap pa rin ang utak. Mahirap na bungangon. Utak mahirap, utak poor. And then pag nagtatrabaho na, yan, 300 minimum wage, whatever, still Ganun pa rin ang mindset. Kahit tumaas ang amount, still the same perspective ng sarili. How is that? Kasi tumataas ang mga bilhin. Yeah, I know, but still, the point is, you don't have to walk around with a mindset of poverty. There are practical things. Mas kailangan mo na, na down, downsize. Instead of iPhone 14, pwede bang iPhone 5? Mga ganun. Yung, yung parang hindi na kailangan na, sometimes kailangan na matuto mag-adjust, mag-budget, maging faithful, you know, maghanap ng second source of income. But the point is, you don't have to walk around with a mindset that you'll always be poor. And it's very, very deceiving to think if only I had what she has, I'll be rich. Buti pa, buti pa si Lester, may trabaho. Magaan ang buhay niya. 
Buti pa siya. Nagmana ng bahay at lupa. Wala nang problema. Pero yun ang tingin mo. Pero sa kanya, ang tingin sa sarili niya, hirap din to. Ang daming lilinisin. <laughs> Laki ng bahay. Depende sa utak eh. Depende sa mindset. Poverty, wealth, are a mindset. I want you to practice having an abundant mindset. I didn't say galante, extravagant, five-star, first-class lahat. Sabi ko, abundant. Anong ibig sabihin abundant? Abundant means you trust that God is going to provide all of your needs. It says over in Psalms chapter 35, verse 27, the Lord be magnified. Okay? Not your job, not your position. The Lord be magnified. And what does he do? He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. In the Old Testament, may mga stories that applies to us, actually. And it represents yung, yung journey din natin, yung journey ng mga Israelites palabas ng Egypt. While ang mga people of God na nasa Egypt, they were slaves. Mga alipin. And as a slave, you own nothing. You own nothing. Even yung mismong buhay mo, you don't own it. So they were living that time in a land of not enough. And that's why I have here paper plate with two pandesal. Two, two pandesal, two days old. <laughs> and a small cup of water. And you'll share this with your six siblings. Okay? Is this enough? Yeah, anybody, siguro ngayon dito sa, sa Pilipinas, anybody would say, hindi sapato. And that's like living in Egypt. Sa, sa totoo lang, this status nila sa Egypt is, hindi pa dumating si Moses, hindi, Moses was the deliverer, their kanilang savior representing Jesus. To bring them out of Egypt represents the system of the world, na kung saan lost, in bondage, hindi pa ligtas. So they were in a land of not enough. But Moses came, just like Jesus came sa atin, and said, let's go out. Let me save you. Let me rescue you from bondage, from, from slavery, from the land of not enough. God will provide for you. Follow. So they followed Moses out of Egypt through the Red Sea. Okay, we don't have a Red Sea here, but there's water baptism today. And they go out of, out of Egypt. And they were in the wilderness. Now, ligtas na sila. Ligtas. Hindi na alipin. They're free. Malaya na sila. And God provided. Sa gabi. Sobrang lamig, merong apoy in the sky, giving them light and warmth. During the daytime, sobrang init. Masusunburn ka dun. God provided big clouds as a shade. Every day, may bread sa ground. Mana. Eat all you can. But it's only good for one day. You, can't, you don't have enough for tomorrow. No savings. No, no extra it's just what you need. Hagang don lang, sapat lang. And that was the land of just enough. So galing sila sa land of not enough. Et dumating sila sa land of just enough. Is that just enough rice for you, bro? Eh, cool lang pa rin. Sang Gigi. I like Gigi. I like fish. And then, may dessert pa. So there was a blessing, but it's just enough. No extra. They couldn't save. They couldn't. 
you know, really say, oh, this is overflowing, you know. But God promised them that I'll bring you to a land that is full of milk and honey, flowing. Flowing means never stop. Tuloy, tuloy. Hindi bitin. But they were in the land wandering around the wilderness for 40 years. And they were saved. They are God's children. They are provided for every day. Nandun si God, blessing them, providing for them. But it's just enough. Pero hindi ito ang destination nila. Hindi ito ang final stop for them. It's just for a season. Sa totoo lang, supposed to be 11 days lang. Pero dahil sa distrust, dahil sa rebellion, to, uh, you know, tumingin pa sila sa Egypt, sabi nila, gusto kong bumalik sa Egypt. Which is, I don't know why, but they wanted cucumbers or guanano. Why would anyone want to go back to the land of not enough? Why would you want to go back into slavery? Siguro nakikita nila yung mga kapitbahay, yung mga amo nila sa Egypt na may ginto, may ito, may ganyan, may ganyan. So minsan, nako-compare tayo and we want to be like other people. When in fact, you don't realize if you're in their shoes, you'll be unsaved, you'll be in a place of not enough. God provides for our needs every day. But it was just a process that they're going through. Because they got out of Egypt, but Egypt has to get out of them. So mindset change. So they're in a process of learning a new mindset. Get just enough. Because they need to understand there's more that God has for you. But it will not come from your job. It will not come from those people in Egypt. Yung hari ng Egypt. It will come from the blessing of God. So they were learning. They're in a, a season of growing and learning to trust God because God wanted to bring them to the land not of not enough, not of just enough, but a land of more than enough. Yeah, they wanted to a land of overflowing with uh, banana shakes and lichong manok and you know and wine and fruits. And so God wanted to bring them to a place that's overflowing, more than enough, a place where they have. Enough to share. More to give. They can invite others to the table. Grace. And this is what God has for you. He wants to train you to not have a mindset of poverty. To not have a mindset that wants what the Egyptians have. A mindset where you don't think, well, my employer is my savior. And he'll always be there for me. Let me tell you something, your employer, even that company, your business will not always be there for you. That's a false security. Sooner or later, my disappoint ka. This system, the economy of this world is not committed to you. Sorry for the bad news, but God commits himself in a covenant to you. And he will always be there for you. He will always provide. Suggestion ko, kumapit sa kanya bilang the, not a provider, the provider, the source, the supply. And he will bring you to a land of more than enough. It's relative because you could be eating here and still say, oh, kulang, wala kong mang tumas. Oh, oh, kulang to, you know. You could, be, you could be living your life there but still have utak kulang. You could carry around thoughts of, 
lack and fear and jealousy. But you don't have to live that way. You need to change your mindset. Number three. Number three is experience God as the great provider by living in the overflow. Everybody say overflow. Okay, Psalms 23, verse 5 and 6 says, My cup overflows. And then he says, It overflows with blessing. And then he goes on the last part of Psalms 23. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me. Imagine blessing chasing you. You know, you, you go to work and blessings just follow you. You're not going to work to chase blessings. You go to work because it's a part of God's calling sa buhay mo. But blessings just chase you. You're not following money. You're following God. And God lets money follow you. Why? Because where God guides, God provides. And if it's God's will... It's God's bill. He just provides. I'll see to it. I'll gyra that bill. Uh, he will provide. So listen. Live your life with a mindset overflow. My cup overflows. How do you do that? Next week you'll learn more. <laughs> I'll teach you step by step how to live in overflow. But this is, this is not God's will. That you stay in the system of the world you know, the, the rat race, the dog eat dog, try to get ahead. It's competitive. It's hard. A few people make it to the top, but not everybody can be a superstar. You've been there. You've tried this. Desiring what the other people have. This is a life of not saved. No relationship with God. No provision. It's kulang. This is not God's will. This is not God's best. It's God's provision. He'll take care of you. He'll provide your needs, but it's just enough. Until you learn to trust him and have a mindset of abundance. Not a mindset of comparing jealousy, lack, poverty, wawami. But a mindset of trusting him and living in the overflow. It's, it's, a, it's a mindset where what I have is not just about me and not just for me. See, overflow looks like this. Can you bring me that? Uh, I like mongo, so bring me the mongo and, that, and this one. All right. Let me show you what living in the overflow means. This is you or me. This is our container, our capacity to handle and to hold God's blessing. So this is God's supply. We see that? God's supply. Thankfully, it's mungo. So I'm going to take a measure of God's supply as much as I can. Thank you, Lord. God provides. And if I pour this here, kung ikaw ito, masasabi mo, you're living in overflow? Would you say you have enough? Not enough or just enough? Not enough. Is the glass half 
Empty or half full? Oh, 100% full. Half, no, 20% mungo, 80% air. Is that enough? Is that enough? Is that enough? Is it more than enough? Yeah. See, because overflow, wealth, wealth is not a peso amount. It's not a quantity. Wealth is an experience. Are you writing that down? Wealth is an experience of overflow. It's more than enough for you. And you're actually experiencing giving, sharing, serving other people. Doon masasabi mo, I'm wealthy. It's not about the amount. It's not about the asset. It's about, are you able? Are you positioned to bless others? Is, are, you, are you in a motive to overflow? To be a blessing, to share, to give, to serve. Now, this guy here now feels like and experiences, I'm living in the overflow. Ito na, utak mayaman. Utak abundant. Now, what if I took the same amount of mungo, the same measure of mungo, and gave it to a different person? The same amount of mungo. Now, remember, sinabi niyo kanina, mayaman. Sinabi niyo kanina, more than enough sa kanya. Same amount. And I give it to someone else. Pero ang kanyang utak is mahirap. Anong experience niya? Mayaman? Mahirap. Same amount of money. Same amount of supply. Pero ang sasabihin niya, this is not enough for me. Kulang. Why? Mindset. Sa kanya, his mindset. It's not that he wants to grow. It's that he feels so underprivileged. Probably he's got a mindset of poverty. I'll always be this way. I'll never get to the top. I'll never have what I want. You know, it's, it's, all, a man, it's all, all a matter of, are you living in overflow? Because he could be just like this one, overflowing. You know, when you, when you increase your capacity, it's always for a purpose. Basis a calling more, some responsibilities. And God wants you to live in the overflow. You know, nung high school ako, yung baon ko, actually, wala akong baon. I had a small business, so I was, I was earning my own money. I felt richer than my siblings kasi sila na tumatanggap ng uh, allowance nila. But I was earning my own money, so I was like overflowing. And then nung high school ako, yan ang level. Pero later on, sa college days, and you know, I felt a lot wealthier because mindset, ko, although the amount grew also, my mindset also grew. I started getting more purpose in life, more calling, more responsibilities. So sabi ko, Lord, I need more finances, more a bit because I want to do this for you. It's always about the kingdom of God. Let God guide you. Think about where God is leading you, what God wants you to do in life. And when you do that, and it's not just about you, and it's not just for you, but you're living, it's, it's simply, uh, seek first, Matthew 6.33, seek first 
the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Sino sa inyo gusto mamuhay sa overflow? You want to live your life in the blessing, the overflow. The Bible says in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, that if you give, it will be given to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And with that measure that you use to give, that's the same measure that it would be back. This measure is like a mindset. With the mindset you use to give, that same mindset is going to be experienced back into your life. And God wants to pour out a blessing so much for you that it's higher than your capacity to hold. Upang ito ay aapaw at maging pagpapala sa mga iba. Now going back doon sa, dito tayo magtatapos. Going back doon sa story ni Abraham kay Isaac. He was willing na i-sacrifice yung anak niyang si Isaac. And so, it's like Isaac was Jesus. Y- yung, yung symbolic na Isaac was Jesus na willing to give his life for us. Because God loved the world so much. Ibinigay niya ang kanyang kaisa-isang anak. But the angel of the Lord stopped Abraham before he killed his son. And instead, ang naging sacrifice was an animal. And that was also very prophetic kasi yung animal na yan represents the second man, Jesus. And John said in John chapter 1, verse 29, there is the Lamb of God, Jesus. Ang kurtero ng Diyos na nag-aalis ng kasalanan. So instead of you and me, like Isaac, it was Jesus who died. And the father did not withhold his son, but gave him up for us all. So, when we talk about provision, it's not just money. God provides whatever you need. Now, what did we need? I needed a savior. You needed a savior. Forget about pamasahe, pagkain. Forget about, you know, a vacation or yung bagong damid, bagong cellphone. We need forgiveness. We need, we need a way to deal with our sin. That's a big problem. Na naging sagaba, naging barrier between our relationship with God. But guess what? Jesus died to remove that barrier. That's what we needed most was a savior. We needed a sacrifice, kapalit, proxy, to get rid of our sin. And Jesus took all of your sin dun sa sarili niya katawan. And nung namatay siya sa cross, he says, it is accomplished. What is that? It is accomplished. It is paid for. Jesus, Jehovah, Jireh, it did your need. He saw to it. He paid for it. And now, it's turned into a gift. It's called a the package of salvation. And kung sinong willing na tanggapin ang gift na ito, it's not for sale, ibinibigay. It's not something you achieve, it's just something you receive. The Bible says, whoever will come and receive the gift of life. Come receive. Kung sino mang tumanggap sa kanya, Jesus, 
na ibigay sa kanya ng karapatan na maging anak ng Diyos. Wala nang sagabal sa relationship mo sa Heavenly Father. And that is the greatest need that we have. And He paid for it. He provided for it. Without your permission, in advance, hindi ka pa pinapanganak, God already prepared the table, a feast for everything that you need. Come and receive it today.